Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? I'm a breath of shun- sunshine today. <laughs> a breath of fresh air, a ray of sunshine. You're, you're something. I'm all goofy. I don't know why. He was just doing a dance, and I rolled my eyes as I waited for him to complete it so we could begin the podcast. So, which is usually reverse. I'm the grumpy one, and you're the happy one. I'm not grumpy. I have impatience for your objective antics. Nah, you must be grumpy. (laughs) The cocktail of the week was submitted by a friend of the squad, Meg. It's called the Jungle Bird. It's delish. It's really good. Thanks, Meg. Yeah. Uh, Blackstrap rum, Campari, pineapple juice, lime juice, and simple syrup. It's kind of tiki-like. It's similar to the Getaway, which we've done before, which yeah. is blackstrap rum and chinar, which is a another kind of aperitif bitter. I like that flavor, chinar and Campari. That's sort of it, it's a, I think acquired. Italian. Yeah, it's a it, amaro. That's what it's called. They it? call it an aperitif. It's called an amaro. Yeah, uh, it's good. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, so this is quite delish. I made it and I was like, well, it could be good. And then I was like, oh, it's very good. Jared, Dad's going to love this. And Jared, Dad's like, oh, so good. That was a big thing when I was in Germany growing up. It was Campari Orange. You just put orange juice in Campari oh. and have it like as a summertime cocktail. It to be pretty looking. Yeah. 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 Campari and soda is a real common thing. Could or have been a gateway drink too for like, you know, the kids. You gave it to kids? <laughs> well... 16 is legal age. That's kids. Seems like it's getting younger every year for me. Hmm. All right. So we got all kinds of stuff to talk about today. Uh, We don't need to talk about my dominance of TikTok, yet it continues. It goes without saying, but it should be mentioned. Uh, That does kind of lead us into cameos, though, because I edit them in TikTok. So I feel like I've been spending a lot of time in TikTok because I have made a lot of cameos. It's gold. There was gold pent, pent up demand for cameos. I was going to take off a day last week because I was just really stressed out. And it happened to be the day we announced we were doing cameos. And so literally from 9 a.m. to what, 1230 a.m., <laughs> like 14 hours, all I did was make cameos. Chonking them out. Yeah. Oh, I made so many. Uh, I mean, it got more efficient as the day went on. I figured out what I was doing. But uh, yeah. Anyway, we have settled from like 65 cameos the first day to like four to six a day, which is much better. That's why you feel comfortable announcing it now in case there's another glut Uh, spike. That's not true. That's just a thing you just made up about me. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable talking about it. I would have been even if we were getting 60 a day. I love everybody and I am honored to partake in their celebration. You are so nice. I am nice. Don't don't make up stuff about me. I'm nice. Um. So yeah, we've done a lot of birthday wishes. We've done some talking people down from calling their ex. Yeah, we've done that was a good one. some uh, screw your boss ones. We've done, uh, you know, graduation ones. A lot of pep yeah. talks. Pep talks. I someone felt crappy and needed the pep talk, or needed to be reminded that you can do it. Yep. Motivational talk. If you would like Jr. Dad to do a personal dad joke for you, we're prepared for that we're ready yeah i'm yeah they're gonna be bad (laughs) all dad jokes are i mean by their nature yeah Uh i I was when i was like oh we could do dad jokes i told you one what do sprinters eat before they run a race that's pretty good nothing they fast nothing they fast (laughs) your favorite joke in the whole world could be a dad joke i think it is i mean it's a good one 
That's an actual good one. Where does the general keep his armies? <laughs> I know that one. In his sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny joke. Also, what's brown and sticky? That's the one I was thinking of. A stick. <laughs> That's the best one. That's actually probably cleverer than a dad joke because it's, it's a little bit subversive. I, I mean, I was very impressed with the cleverness of that joke the first time I heard it. So now I tell it a lot. I think it was when you were much younger, though. I was in high school. In I, your defense. And, I remember and, it clearly. And in derogation of my sense of humor. <laughs> in any case, uh, if you would like a cameo, it's, uh, you know, all of our bio links now go to our link tree that has the cameos in it. We're having a fun time with them. Mm-hmm. I, I think make it's most weird that anyone would let one listen to me, but I understand why they pay for you. <laughs> Some people are like, please have GR dad say it. One person was like, please have GR mom say it. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm special. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> she will. GR mom will say it by default. If you don't, want GR dad, worry. you have to request it specifically. And mostly it's the dogs talking anyway. It is. I mean, it's me, me vocalizing for them, but... No. Uh, okay, so dog updates. We have... So, so many this week. Compared to before, where we had none, this is a lot more. Okay. Uh, Nothing bad. Guac identifies as a crab now. <laughs> how, why is that? What, how could that possibly be? We were outside, and I was... T- Guac and Ops were in the water. Guac is backsliding. As they often are. And so I, like... You know, they just stand there in the water and like sniff around. Fine. So I like go upstairs in the elevator and I get uh, Manchego. He's, we were calling him the new cheese and then the third cheese. And then someone's like, you call him cheese cubed. And I was like, That's he's good. now the cheese cube. Thank you, fan. So uh, I was, I came upstairs to get the cheese cube. I put him in his cart. We did get a cart that fits in the elevator. Such a good idea. You got a cart that fits in the elevator. It's brilliant. It's so good. So we we just like, he spends most of his day out on the porch by choice. And so we just scoop him up, put him in the cart, put the cart in the elevator, go down. So I go get the cheese cube, bring him down, wheel him out to the front yard. He does his business, hops and guac are in the water, bring the cheese cube back upstairs. And then I'm trying to get voodoo. He has to come up in the elevator, but he can't fit with the cart in the elevator. So I'm like trying to get voods. So, it, you know, it's a 20 minute process, process of doing all this. Yeah. And then, you know, and so all dogs are, you know, Vink is out, CB's out, and at some point I let them in while I'm doing all the other stuff. And so then Hops is like, okay, here I am. Like, let me in the house. And I was like, okay, I don't remember having let Guac into the house. Is he still outside? So I go down and I scan the yard. There is no Guac Mm. out in the yard. Surely he's in the water. He's not in the water. Oh. I'm like, did did he sneak into the house? I'm getting a nervous feeling. And then you count. One, two, three, four. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. There's not a sixth. So I go through the house. He's not there. I check all the corners of the yard, like in the palms. He's not there. Crap. So I get a snack and a leash, and I open the gate, go out to the street. I call him. He doesn't come. God so I'm like, where? I, I have lost the guac. So I go out to the water, and I look to the left, and then I look to the right, and there's guac. Two houses down from us in the water up against their seawall. So I walk Cat around our fence. Central. Yeah. Walk through the neighbor's yard. Go to the next yard. Is the people who had the cat food where he's escaped to before. And they have a crab trap hanging off their seawall. And Guac is stuck in the crab trap. Then, then they're, hence he is a crab. So they're trying to get him out of the water. And he's like, 
guys, I'm stuck. So I like, my, leg, like, my <laughs> leg, it is stuck. So they have a big high seawall. There are like three steps that go down into the water. And then there's like a six inch ledge of just like coral rock that meets the seawall. So I'm like in my, in my little sneaks, right? I'm like, okay, Ugh. well, I got to go get him. And so he eventually pulled himself out of the crab trap and came to me. And they were, they're like, he's always welcome here, but we know he's not supposed to be here. And I was like, damn right. He's not supposed Correct to be here on that second part. Yeah. Getting stuck in your crab traps. So I think it's a lobster trap maybe he's a lobster they said crab trap they said it that, oh. i'm not naming it so yeah guac is back on probation he cannot be unsupervised that's good because that's the only incident he's had in the last few days where he's you know escaped so you know that's not so bad yeah i i know you're trying to allude to something else but he didn't actually escape today okay he like i let him off the leash and he went somewhere he wasn't supposed to. But that doesn't count as an escape. It was just poor listening. He didn't go inside. He went outside the gate. Yeah, but I mean, he was already outside the gate. Mm. Anyway. He doesn't want to come home. He no, hates us. No, he, he wants adventures. So he's on probation. Um, Vink is in the cone of shame because her hot spot on her cheek is itchy and she scratches it. Yeah, and it's so close to getting to healing but also every scratching episode takes her back a day. Yep. So she's in the cone. Uh, Inga, would you like to talk about Boots Foods? Boots is expanding the definition of foods to things that are not Boots Foods. Boots <laughs> gets bored and eats things that are not food. And he'll, he'll do it like a shark. He'll like be walking and he'll just like casually stick his like head sideways and going Yang, and just keep walking that is how he ate my headphones last night just pulled them right off the couch walked past casually grabbed him and then he's chomping them somewhere mm -hmm. yeah fortunately he didn't swallow but they they were destroyed he's he's capable and then he had this morning i found the lint roller that he had fell out of the back of my car straight converted into a lump of chewed up plastic and lint rolling Mm -hmm. I don't think he swallowed any of it, which was good. Yep. And then it was a uh, plastic flower pot that he tore up. Also mulch. Rubber mulch, which is like the cheapest mulch. I didn't even know we had rubber mulch. It's well, It was like the previous like owners put it around a couple if trees. If you shred here. car tires and tint it brown, that's what this is. It's yeah. terrible. I don't... Why would any... It, it like... It's we like should an, shop back that up. I don't like want that. It's like an affront to God to to have that. <laughs> like you you could you could use wood, great, or you could use ground up tie, car tires, and put that in your garden. Ugh. We have a shop back here. In Dad. a thousand years, that will still be there, and some archaeologist is going to be like, "What the hell did people do with this? <laughs> is this food?" Anyway, Boods may be confused about that too. He may be snacking on those little rubber morsels. <sighs> we got We got to suck it up. Extension cord, shop vac, palm trees. I think I'm, I, I'll use a shovel. I mean, I will, I will, I will happily dispose of that, and we can use real mulch. Okay, but wouldn't the shop shop vac be more fun than a shovel? Might be more satisfying. <laughs> Might be more satisfying. I'm, I'm thinking just in terms of fun. Yeah, It's like a reverse shotgun. Yeah, take yeah. a video of that. It could go on like hashtag most satisfying. Oh yeah, and then you can reverse it, and it'll look like you're shooting it all out of it. <laughs> all right, I you clearly have seized on the more fun excellent, application. What excellent. do we have a shop back for if not to do crazy crap? Yeah, right. It's not even stainless steel, and it still is a genius device. It is really nice. 
okay, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, where we will be celebrating the memory of our sweet St. Patrick. Yeah, if I were 30 years younger, I'd drink all day. I'm glad you're not going to do that. Are you secretly sad that I'm not 30 years younger? How old are you? I think you'd be too young for me if you I'd were... I'd be in my 20s. 20, Come on. 23? Yeah. Legal age. I mean, drinking age. You are not half my age plus seven at 23. When your Dad and I started dating, Ma. I was 33, 34... Yeah, they're four. I think thirty-four, four. and so Jared Dad is nine years older than me, so he's some some days like a few weeks, eight. We have we have a couple that's, weeks where you're eight years older than me. That's a big relief. So Jared Dad's nine years older than me, so oh yeah, I was thirty-four. You were forty-three, and uh, we first started dating casually. So I was also sort of seeing this other guy who was eleven years younger than me, ten years younger than me. He was he was twenty-three. He was twenty-three. I was thirty-four. Jared Dad was forty-three. So I was dating. Dating isn't the right word. I was casually seeing a 23-year-old and a 43-year-old. I mean, which it is pretty damn epic what you were doing. It, uh, pretty it re- damn epic. It really emphasized the age difference. Both ways. <laughs> the the thing that made... I probably have told this story, but it's a good one anyway. I was at a party. So things were getting a little more serious with GR Dad, but not to the point where we were exclusive yet. The the conversation hadn't come up. And I was at a party actually thrown by a different ex-boyfriend of mine who I was still friendly with. Uh, That's complicated. <laughs> it was very complicated. Uh, and so I was talking to one of his female friends at the party, and I was like, yeah, so I'm like kind of seeing this 23-year-old and this 43-year-old, and, you know, the 23-year-old's like a total loser. Uh, but, you know, the 43-year-old, you know, he's got a kid, and that's like a little more serious than what I'm looking for. I don't want to have kids, but, you know, he's like really great, and, you know, he's got, you know, here's all this stuff about him. And she's like, I mean if you're debating, I'll take the dad and you can have the other one. And I was like, no, he's mine. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I have made this decision. I am lucky that I, that I looked better by comparison to the deadbeat 21 year old. I mean, you literally could, I don't think anyone could have looked worse in comparison to that guy. Yeah. He, he was, he was a real low point. No, that I, I've dated a couple of guys worse than him. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it, might it have was been a very low bar to clear to look better than that uh, guy, though. It might, might have worked well in my favor. Actually. <laughs> uh, why did we start talking about that? If I were twenty years younger, I'd drink oh, during yeah. St. Patrick's Day, or thirty years, something like that. The the twenty three year old I was dating was an alcoholic. Seeing was an alcoholic. He would drink like a case of beer a day. This is the the dream. It was not good. If you live in with your mom, good. you can do that. What else is he going to do? He did live with his mom. I don't think he had a car. He lived with his mom. I was, I was talking to this other friend of mine it, relating this same story. Uh, this was just like recently, just a couple of months ago. And I was saying, yeah, you know, when I started dating my husband, yeah, I was also seeing this other guy. And uh, I'm like, he was 23. And my friend is like, no. And I was like, he lived in his parents' garage. And they're like, no. And I was like, <laughs> one night I was over there. And his mom made me dinner. I'm like, it was like I was in high school again. And a friend is like, 
you must have been getting something really good from that guy if you would have dinner from his mom like you were in high school and I was like it was terrible (laughs) I mean I was 34 I'm a professor right like I have a PhD I maybe had tenure at the time like own my own house full-on grown-up and she's like here honey do you want some lasagna and I was like thanks Mrs. (laughs) so-and-so like I was 16 And he thought this was like totally normal. Yeah, that's right. He didn't. Oh, it was problematic. Feel the need to apologize because that's like that's normal. That's just a thing to do. Yeah. His mom was real nice. The lasagna was tasty. <laughs> Good for her. Oh my God, my life. Anyway, same Patrick's glad, Day. I'm glad you're not drinking all day. I'm glad you're not 23. I would oh. not go back and be 23 if someone paid me a whole bunch of money. If I, I would go back. 23 was good. I was like in shape. I was stupid enough to be optimistic. <laughs> I was, you know, of legal age. Yeah, I was still healthy. It was okay. You don't think you're healthy now? I mean, you know, I get more aches and pains and weird stuff. And I don't know, everything's more, a little bit more complicated. Interesting. No, I'm not unhealthy. No. But, right. I, but I could have drank more at 23. Jared dad now like there are times where he's like i'm drinking and, and that lasts like an hour and a half and then he goes to sleep yeah that's I mean? a, drinking all day would be an hour and then i'd be asleep nine <laughs> nine a.m to ten thirty, and then Jared dad sleeps until 4 p.m it would. has I mean, dinner and goes back it to might bed. be a good day but it wouldn't be a very full day <laughs> please don't do that okay okay um but saint patrick's he's that's it we're gonna you know special place in our heart and we and actually we'll celebrate there's a concert dropkick murphy's so it was you know just after we just as everyone knows we locked down about this time last year and you know everything was canceled and dropkick murphy's did a saint patrick's day concert which was just such a a bright point it was at fenway no no was that not the fenway one there was was, this fenway was over some they did one at fenway but it was over the summer that's right it was like in june or something um they just did it kind of in an empty that's right at studio or something yeah like bar like con concert you know small concert venue uh and it was such a bright spot in a terrible time and so they're doing another one this year that's like it's called like still locked down if you've never listened to the dropkick murphys or like angry irish music it's it, all of it is good punk, celtic irish punk music, yeah celtic punk is real good and it's yeah, it, and they're they're just really good. I mean, they're all older, but they just kick ass. Yeah. They, they totally are into it. They're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're doing another concert tomorrow. So we're going to eat some cabbage and potatoes for dinner. I got a cabbage at the grocery store today. And uh, and I'll restrain myself from getting, you know, a bottle of Jameson's and just doing shots and drinking Guinness. I'll, I mean, I'll get you some Jameson's. Again, one hour and... and it's fine. So I am, uh, I, you know, and I'm now fully vaccinated. I am almost two weeks out from my second shot. I know. Uh, Does that cape get tangled up in like doors when you go through and stuff? So, awesome. <laughs> uh, so this, when was it? Was it yesterday I went to Home Depot? The day before yeah, Sunday? Yesterday. Oh, the plants are from yesterday. So, so uh, I have redone our guest room to be my office, which we were talking about. Isn't it amazing, dear it, dad? It is amazing. I'm making an amazed face because it was before. You know what's a waste of space is beds. Yeah. It, the, it was full of a bed. It had a queen-size bed in it. There was no room. It was fine. It was, it was, it was a nice guest room. This is acceptable. It was a guest room. But it had a freaking bed in it, so you couldn't use it. It had no, no other space. You you would go on TV, and you could, like, if you tucked up your knees, you could, like, sit in a chair and look, pretend you're in, like, a... I mean, it looked really good on TV, but it was so... It looked real dumb in person. You were, like, on, on one square foot of the usable space in that room that yeah. wasn't bed. Yeah. Uh, and now... 
it's so much usable. It's so much more usable. Yeah. So we bought that Murphy bed slash desk. Murphy bed. What a what oh, a loophole. And, and it looks should, great. Everyone should get a freaking Murphy bed. They're like, like they're like old fashioned, right? They're like a sixties thing. But that's because people didn't have 42 rooms back then. Now we have an extra room. Yeah, it's great. Brilliant. Uh, I mean, it looks it looks like an office cabinet, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's got like doors and it, there's got a desk that folds out. It was faux f- doors. Process. It's got fake doors. Fake doors. So it doesn't, it's not like the metal frame that just kind of plunks into the wall. You can get ones that are built into the wall, but yeah, this is a piece of furniture. Yeah, that's the best use, I think, is if it's an alcove, right? And it yeah. plunks up. I've only seen them in, in cartoons, I think, where it's usually like played for some kind of joke where... You know, people get jammed into the, with the Murphy bed and yeah. the, the door closes and then they're squeezed in there or something. Yeah. So this is much more sophisticated than those. Um, I think it's maybe called something different, like a portrait bed or but something. The, but the bed is squished against the wall. It flips up vertical. And w- we don't need it 99% of the time. That's right. It's, it's, it's such a... And now it's a whole... You found a whole new room. It's Good And job. it's like a lovely space now. Like yeah. I, so I well, went to... It's because you decorated it. So I was... I mean, I just brought like my big white ikea chair and ottoman from the key west office i put the bed in the thing so and that has a desk on it so not that i sit at a desk very often but like i've got that and i was like i need some plants for this room and so i was like i'm gonna go to home depot and buy you know a like a little palm a big palm tree and some other plants to decorate this room i haven't gone anywhere since before thanksgiving we haven't gone into the grocery store it's true. No, nothing. I haven't done anything. I've usually done the UPS run and stuff, which is minimal also because I want to. Because It's I like, like it. you just go check the P.O. box and whatever. Yeah, but you do drive through Burger King and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I haven't. And even before that, it was like, okay, you know, when we were going into the grocery store, I would, I would be like, dear dad, you may not stop and look at anything. We it are. was a real culture shock for me because I love to browse through the grocery store. I like wander around. And I'm like, oh. Like yeah. this, I would like some of this. I'd be like, keep moving. Do not turn the cart around and come back to me. You are to keep moving. We are getting out of here as fast as possible because it is a global goddamn pandemic and you can browse groceries another day. One of these days we'll talk about what a terrible shopper I am, but not right now. Yeah. I love shopping. I mean, I love it. I think it's the best, funnest thing ever. I have no inventory control, so I have like 42 <laughs> bottles of salsa because I'll be like, oh, this salsa looks great. I will eat it. And then I come home and I'm like, oh, there's a whole pile of salsa bottles already from All the last trip. All we have trips. is salsa. <laughs> That's one example. But I'll be like, oh, this looks interesting. I'll get some of this. Or if you're, I mean, the worst is when I'm hungry. That's mm-hmm. stereotypical because I'm like, yeah. oh, pickled shrimp. That looks delicious. <laughs> Let me get two of these because I would like to eat them right now. And then I'm like, oh, what the heck? Pickle shrimp is gross. What did I, <laughs> why did I think that? But, yeah. I, but it takes me a while. I go through every aisle and I'm like, oh, maybe I need kitty litter. Nope, no cat. But, I, but it looks interesting. <laughs> Look at this. This one's blue. And it takes a while. It's a very fun process for me. But this is why cult- we generally don't grocery shop together. No, this is total culture clash with you. You're like, you actually have a list. I haven't. I don't have lists. I have a list, and the goal is, even without a pandemic, to check everything off the list as fast as nah, possible. I have like a vague mental list of like, I'm going dairy heavy today. <laughs> Getting some fruits. <laughs> don't forget eggs. Yeah, but then I overbuy, right? And I'm like, oh, that's like 20 dozen eggs. <laughs> It, 20 dozen eggs just sometimes happens. It sometimes happens. Uh, sorry about the helicopter in the background. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So, zero shopping, zero browsing, nothing. 
basically not leaving the house you, except to run. You've stayed outside of stores since Thanksgiving. Absolutely. And and and, and we weren't going in much before anyway. Nah. Uh, no casual shopping for us, but no, not for me. So, uh, I went to Home Depot. Now I was in the outdoor garden section with the mask on, right? Like this is the thing I could have done pretty safely before, but I was like not doing anything. But now I'm like, I you know it's it, at that point had what ten days since my second dose of the Moderna vaccine. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty good to go to the outdoor garden center at Home Depot and like maybe just take some time looking at the plants. It was so lovely and just like liberating and refreshing. Uh, good. It's all, we're all going to be there in a couple months. Did you pet some plants? Did you pet their leaves? I yeah. sniffed a lot of them. I, ah, see. I confess out front in front of the Home Depot where they've got a lot of the big plants out there. I pulled my mask down so I could smell the jasmine flowers. Yeah, well, I put it right back on. You're not infecting the plants. There was nobody around. No one was around. And I bought it. That's even okay. And (laughs) you bought it. And I bought it. (laughs) You sniff it, you break it, you you buy it. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, So, yeah. So, anyway, I've got like a giant plant, giant palm tree in there. And then I've got a different tree I had. And I got a big, beautiful, yeah, like it's got an orchid, but it's like a big pre potted thing, like three different plants in there. It's beautiful in that room. It is. It it looks so It's got. Nice furniture, a lot of floor space that was all under the bed before, and now, like, nice plants. It looks great. Yeah. I don't know why I started talking about it, but it's awesome. So I don't know. Maybe just talk about how great it was to go to Home Depot. I think that was it. Was that it? Maybe. Do we have a point? St. Patrick's Day? What? I don't know. Anyway, uh, okay, we were on dog updates. Manchego is, uh, he's doing okay. He's definitely settled in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. The cart that we can put him on upstairs and bring him down, as we said. Brilliant. So good. We wheel him out to the front yard, and he'll kind of walk around out there. Because he does. He has the sort of the annoying habit that Voodoo and I think Queso, when she was new, also have, where if he's lying down and he doesn't want to get up, first he doesn't get up, yeah. which, is, which is easy. But then if he senses someone's going to pick him up and try to put him on the cart, he flops on his side. And Full goes, body flop. And goes limp, and goes, turns into boneless dog. Yeah. And it is really hard to pick up a totally limp anything, including Indeed. a dog. Holy smokes. It's it's just like, you know, that slime that they used to sell? <laughs> Try to pick up slime. 80 pounds of slime. It's just not easy. Yeah. So uh, in any case, he's doing fine. We did test his blood sugar today. You know, they said once a week, but I was like, just curious. Cause he's, you like data. Well, you know, he's on the the diabetic food now, and he's getting kind of his upper end of the insulin dose. I mean, it was like 20 to 22, which is like a tiny, tiny, tiny little difference between 20 and 22, but still the upper end. And so I, you know, he seems like he's been fine, but I wanted to make sure it wasn't too low. Yeah. Um, and you know, they say to wait a week cause it takes a long time Does it? for their blood sugar to kind of stabilize and, and everything. Yeah. That's why like with people, you, you check it before every meal, you take it multiple times a day, but with you dogs, check it fasting too, right? I mean, that's well, yeah. That's a baseline. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so I checked it today. I checked it kind of midday and then right before he ate. So it was, I think, 435 before he ate, which is still quite high, but better than it had been. Um, and, and the important thing is that it's not too low because that's really dangerous. So uh, we do have an appointment for him next week to go to the vet and get that rechecked. Yeah. He was at over... 750 but or 600 and i saw the note i mean 200 wouldn't wouldn't be too much of a concern 
200 would be fine. Yeah, right. 200's in the normal range Just for Just to give people yeah. a perspective of how what, how bad or how good. Yeah, like 100 you know, is fine. Is. 200 is fine. I think you could even go up to 250 and that's okay. Yeah. Um, and But yeah, you don't want it out of the 200. So when, yeah, when we took him to the vet when he got here, it was like 350, but he had been fasted for a very, he hadn't eaten for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here, you know, I t- the four, whatever, 430 something it was today, um, that was right before dinner. He's we have like have an alarm set. It's he eats at seven thirty in the morning and seven thirty in the evening, exactly yeah. the same every day. Um, so the good thing is his blood sugar is not too low. It's not getting too low. Um, so we're not doing anything dangerous. Same time he may need more insulin than he's getting. We'll see what the vet says, um, or if it just takes more time for it to yeah. stable out. But we've got a pretty good routine going with him. Um, he sleeps a lot. He sleeps a lot. Old boy. He's very interested in Voods. And Voods will go out and lay next to him sometimes yeah. too. It's nice. He's very interested in sniffing his his brothers, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's it's nice to know that that's like fun or interesting for him, right? Yeah. And so did I talk about calling the iVet mm, Yes. Because like you talked about Miami and staying overnight and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we just got to wait till his insulin is... Uh, or his blood sugar is regulated. I mm-hmm. cannot wait. I just cannot wait to get him eye surgery. I think it's, it's going to make a huge difference. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But uh, basically, once his blood sugar is regulated, we can get him eye surgery. And I was kind of hoping it would be regulated by next week. So they'd be like, oh, look how great this looks because we've been doing all the right stuff. And maybe it will be. But it seems like it maybe it'll be a little longer. Might but. be. It's yeah. fine. Uh, in any case, he's doing fine. He's eating, which yeah. is nice. He's eating his full meal without any enhancements or coaxing or whatever, right? All the functions are going well. Eating, drinking, everything, all the business. Elimination, everything as they say, yeah. It's fine. Um, and then we got a, a kind of knockoff help him up harness, which sort of worked okay, but it's not as good as the original. The rescue mailed us out an original that we hopefully will have tomorrow. Oh, um, that'll be better for the... Floppiness for yeah. the limp for then, the limp dog. Then yeah. we'll just be able to pick him right up. We'll get that fitted on right, and then they can keep that on a lot during the day, so you don't have to constantly put it on and off. So that'll help him. So we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all the dog updates. Okay. I think so too. Conk life. Yeah. <laughs> random, <laughs> random story. This is not a bad one though. It's good. There was a triathlon this last weekend. Which I didn't know about. I'm sad I would have done it if I had known. Like the Miami triathlon. I mean, it's far from here. So the triathlon, I think in Florida City is where it started. So the triathlon basically went down into the Keys on Card Sound Road, which is this like the one alternative way to get... There's Route 1 goes into the Keys. That's the one road that we have. But there is a sort of roundabout side road to come into the Keys that has like a toll on it. Like it's a... a- 75 cent toll i mean it's not yeah. not, not like whoa it's a toll but the way they advertise it is like toll road don't go here yeah. yeah i mean it's i don't know it just takes you up to the top of key largo instead of the middle of key largo yeah um when a lot of tourists are coming in or, or frankly like miami area mainlanders are coming down for the weekend like it you know it backs up but whatever um so they were using Card Sound Road for the bike part of the triathlon. They basically like bike to Key Largo and back. So my guess yeah. is that it was like a half Ironman that, that would get like a 20 miles each way kind mm-hmm. of thing. You've run it. I have. Yeah, I have yeah. run it. Um, so they put up like a, the portable. Those blinky lights. Streets, no. like the big, 
di- digitally signs, right? With the, like they roll yeah. them out, they get the yellow dots to make the words. And what, did they have the wrong day on it? Well, they had it out and it said road closed, cards out road closed, right? Avoid cards out on road or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so they put and it they, out. You're the right. Wrong they put the date for Saturday. Yeah. And the race was on Sunday. And so how do you fix that? You've got the sign out there on the side of the road and it has the wrong date on it. Oh, my goodness. So what are you going to do so people know that the sign is wrong? I have an idea. What is your idea, Jerry? My idea would be to just change the sign. Nope. That, that would be my idea. Though. Can't, sign, not changeable. Seems you can't like, change the date on the sign. <laughs> you should just, well, how about shooting the sign? That's a Florida approach. <laughs> it would be. Just I, shoot it. I had thought if you can't change the sign, maybe you could just put one of those like hoods over the sign that they have It would sometimes. also be easy, yeah. But what did they do instead? They they put a story in Conk Life and then they also tweeted, ignore the sign, please. The date is wrong. Just ignore the sign. Uh, please tell your friends. <laughs> Literally, that's like, what they said. Ignore the sign and tell your friends to ignore the sign. And please use social media to get the word out. Dear Dad, you got to swallow that ice cube and not into the mic, please. You can't be rattling around an ice cube. We are professionals. Maybe it was a tooth. Oh, maybe it was, Jesus. Maybe you should be not, not so funny about it. I, I literally saw you take the ice cube out of the glass. <laughs> it was not a tooth. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> anyway, it, 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 the, the story in Conk Life said... Oh Please tell your friends to spread this on social media. Don't ignore the sign. The, the headline was ignore this sign. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Mad Magazine or something. It was like, Terrible. don't think about the elephant. Like what? No, you can't. Now I'm paying attention. Now I want to find, go find the sign. Just put a thing on the sign, you guys. If you can't turn the sign off or change knock the it sign, over. How about cover knock, up the sign. <laughs> knock it over. It's there portable. There are so many better solutions than Story and Conk Life to tell people to ignore the it's sign. So, such a weird workaround. Like, nothing oh we can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was classic. All right. You got a German word of the week? We're we going to say... Uh, crab trap? Yeah. <laughs> it was lobster trap would be Hummerfalle. Hummer is lobster. Like Hummer? Yeah. Yeah. Huma. Or langusta, which is rock yeah. lobster, which I think is what Langustino we have. Langustino lobster. I think it's what we have, more like what we have here, right? The no no claws having things. Yeah. But langustine uh, lobsters are smaller than our spiny lobsters. They are the biggest. I don't, I don't think there's a name for spiny lobsters. Yeah. I mean, they, they translate it and be like, Stachelhuma. Huma mit Stachel. What's the word for trap? Cra- crab trap. Falle. F-A-L-L-E. Krabbenfalle. So this Krabbenfalle. is in honor of our lobster. No, our crab identifying guaco man. What's the German word for guacamole? Is it just guacamole? I think you just say guacamole. Yeah. Yeah. Guacamole. Krabbenfalle. Krabbenfalle. Yeah. Yeah. Well. There you go. Guac. Jesus, so embarrassing. It'd be fine if no one had to witness your escapism it'd be fine if the whole neighborhood didn't know who you were because you were such a miscreant they think it's funny how you run away from us <sighs> i guess we'll keep them for another week we'll see <laughs> we'll see uh audible is our sponsor audibletrial.com slash the golden ratio i got no new books to recommend since last week but i'm proud of myself for remembering good job thanks for the couple pe- couple people were like give me that link again yeah thanks we we get money for the waffle fund I mean, there are now books. i guess Money for uh, the future Manchego eye surgery fund because no way is vet insurance going to cover that dog. We could say it was an accident. I, th- I think they find that stuff out. I think that's also called insurance fraud. They're not going to be Johnny Dollar or whatever insurance <laughs> <Good>. investigator. <laughs> jo- 
uh, if you did not pick up on Jared's excellent reference there. Because I uh, was, you know, I was born in the 30s. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Johnny Dollar is like an old-timey radio show, and I believe their tagline is the insurance investigator with the action-packed expense account, it's right? So, That's like, the line. It's such a nerdy concept, and they think it's so cool. Like, oh, my God. The it is a great account. show. Like, Hotel room in Key Largo to investigate suspicious widow's disappear. You know, suspicious yeah, seven dollars disappearance. $7. Yeah, so he's always investigating. Right. You know, basically like murders and fraud. So it is. You know, it's just kind of like a private investigator. Says he went for a swim, <laughs> never yeah. came back. Once life insurance. Uh, but it's great. It's a, such a good what show. What a concept! This life insurance guy is the hero of the story. Now he'd be like the slimiest, awfulest person. <laughs> action-packed expense account johnny dollar anyway and then the the kind of they've got like the orchestral music and then he always goes yours truly johnny dollar (laughs) totally worth looking up he's saving the insurance company money that's (laughs) all he's doing that's why he's johnny dollar i just got that yeah he does usually end up working with the cops to arrest like the femme fatale who murdered her husband for the insurance money i guess it is usually a crime it's in addition crimes. to insurance fraud. No, no, no. Yes, I mean, no, like that's it's, right. It's mostly murder and, and, and uh, I think probably mostly murder. Like, I don't know. I it's like some weird theft, I think. <laughs> I haven't listened to that many of them. Yeah, it might the be The jewelry like, store says they got robbed, but actually it was an inside job to like sell the right. jewels to the Russians. The jewelry store wife is wearing the jewels, you know, yeah. who knows. Yeah. Uh, it's very, it's like Dragnet or something. If you, if you, yeah. it has that tone of like the black and white Dragnet TV show, you know, where everything's like. I mean, Dragnet was a radio show. Morally first. black and white, and, yeah. and and everything is a certain way and assumed to be okay. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, WAMU, the public radio station in D.C., has a the big broadcast on Sunday nights, and they so they they play yeah Johnny Dollar always. And Did they have the advertisers too? I don't think so. They didn't have like the nineteen. Yeah, if there were ads in 50s them, ads, they're yeah. still in them. Yeah, forties stuff. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's fun. I was when I was in like just the worst age to be into old time radio 12 13 right when like all my friends are listening to pop music and i was like that i don't know there was some station i would pick up and then starting in like you know 8 p.m they played every night they played old timey radio and i just loved it i would like listen to it and like fall asleep to it the lone ranger right like all this stuff you are not sharing that with your friends are you oh i i would which was the problem it was not cool this is another bad gen little gen story well you know i i just liked see now with the internet i didn't have the internet as a kid with the internet i would have found a whole community of people who are like look at this amazing 12 year old who likes x minus one the sci-fi 40s radio show yeah nobody nobody thought it was cool then Nobody that I had to talk to, but I thought it was awesome. That's cool. So I, I love those things. I mean, some of them are extremely problematic, but... Uh, yeah, well, they all are Yeah. product of their times. Yeah, none of them were woke. No. Um, I don't know how we got there. Why did I say I wasn't Johnny Dollar? Who knows? This is one of those nights, Jared. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well... Uh, there we go. Yeah. We'll, we'll come to you with a bonus podcast if anything happens, but otherwise we'll talk to you next we'll week. We'll tie up the loose ends next week. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes. And uh, until next time. Go shipping up to Boston. Wear a mask. Bye. Don't bite anyone in Monkey Mask. Yeah, don't. Bye. Bye. Bye.